Hello everybody, Sonia here with Fresh Approach Fitness, a wellness company, and welcome, welcome, welcome. This is, actually today is April 28th, 2021, and we are over a year into these podcasts, so this is podcast episode 54, and thank you so much for joining us. We do these podcasts weekly, typically it's on a Monday, every once in a while it gets pushed out throughout the week, because my friends life happens. And throughout the best laid plan, the best of intention, life happens. And when life happens, how do you adjust your sales? We're going to be talking about that today. We're going to be talking about why change is hard, what to do when change feels hard, and how to make it feel a little bit more natural. Because life does happen. And when it comes to having goals and dreams and aspirations and wanting so much more to your life, sometimes we get overwhelmed with excitement and we start with panache, right? How many of you listening to this have started something with panache? You know, you didn't want to start your diet on the, on the Saturday or the Sunday. You want to wait till Monday so you can do it a hundred percent. Well, you should know by now, because most of you listening to this are somewhere in your forties, you should know by now that nothing is 100%. And when we start so strong, we need to be able to maintain that or our results are never going to be good enough. So today I want to challenge you to think differently as we're leaning into the podcast. And what if you could make incremental changes slowly over time that give you substantial results? The scenario I'm going to use today is going to be about weight loss, weight loss mindset, and New Year's resolutions. So those are the three topics I'm going to be circling back to the most today. But let's start with New Year's resolutions. We are a quarter of the way into the new year. And what happened to those resolutions? Where are you at now? And I don't care if you're listening to this in six months or in six years down down the road. Whenever you are listening to this, where are you at in terms of your New Year's resolutions that you made in the current year that you are in? What actions have you taken to make those a little bit closer to reality? So I did a workshop between Christmas and New Year's this year, and it's called the Goldilocks Approach. And I'd be very curious to circle back to the people that participated in that workshop to see where they're at with their habits and their goals that are bringing them closer and closer to their ultimate desire, which is what we talked about in that workshop. So today I want you to think about, as you're listening to this, what is the big goal in your life? What is it the one thing that you want to work on right now? And this might not be your big, big, big goal. This may be a starting point goal. So staying on the weight loss trend, if you're looking at gaining energy, if you're looking at gaining confidence, if you're looking about going through your day where you're no longer feeling like you're just getting up, going to work, coming home, eating dinner, watching TV, and going to bed, where you're looking for so much more, you know, it can start with moving your body. It can start with rearranging the thoughts in your mind. So think of that goal. Think of it as if it's New Year's Eve coming up and approaching. And what is it that excites you when you think about that goal? Write it down or grab a pen and paper or pause this and talk to your phone. That's what I used to do when I was listening to podcasts on the go is I would pause the recording and I would go and I would send a voice clip to myself. I would quickly text it to myself or to an email to myself. And I would circle back to it. Sometimes I would screenshot exactly where I'm at, send that screenshot to myself so I know how far along the podcast I was. 
Because like you, I was listening to these podcasts on the go, fitting them into the activity I'm doing every day. But what happened is I started to elevate my life because I was listening to something that was helping me in the right direction where I wanted to go. See, in life, there are people that have gone before us and people that will go after us. There are people that are walking the same path as us, path as, as us right now as we go along. But there's people that we're trying to be in that path with. And there's people that are following us. And we don't know this. We subconsciously attract this throughout our journey. Somehow you have fallen across these podcasts and I thank you very much and you've stuck with it and maybe you've shared with some friends, maybe you started with the promotion, it doesn't matter, but the fact is you're here and in some way these podcasts give you insight to a different perspective and that different perspective has helped made some changes in your day to day or maybe you just like the entertainment value that comes with these podcasts. That's totally cool. I know people keep me around in their life for the entertainment purposes. Um, and honestly, if you could see me doing these podcasts, if I actually took a few minutes and video recorded the time I do this, and, and maybe I will one day, and stick them up on my YouTube channel. Yes, I have a YouTube channel. But if I stuck these up on my YouTube channel, you'd probably see that I am literally sitting here on the edge of my seat, talking with my hands, beaming with glee as I'm sharing some information with you. This fills my cup. This is my purpose, my friend. So if I can help you in any way, reach out. You might be pleasantly surprised as to what's available. Okay, let's get back to the podcast. Change is hard. Change is always hard. And sometimes change comes about when we want it. And sometimes change happens when we're least expecting it. Over the last couple of years, there's been a lot of change. And some of us have dealt with it differently than others. Some of us have noticed no change in their life and routine. Some of family dynamics have noticed some major changes within them. Tony's life, uh, my husband, his life hasn't changed at all, really. The only thing that's shifted in his life is he was just starting a fitness studio. He closed it all down. Um, just bought equipment, closed it all down with, within a couple months because of COVID. And then he changed his um, passion career. So he's got his day job and now he's building his passion career to work on his future. So that's shifted for him. And for those that don't know, he is a mortgage agent in Ontario, Canada. So a smart plug for Tony here, because this is part of our future. If you're looking for a mortgage, if you're looking to refinance, if you have some questions about saving money or getting that breathing space, because maybe you're suffocating a little bit right now, maybe you're not, but maybe you just want to see what's available and what you could get at a better option. Let me know, reach out to me. I can connect you with him. You know, this is what we need to be doing. But anyways, we need to be connecting one another and helping each other grow. But back to change. So a year ago, I went through so many changes, right? I closed my studio. I ended those connections with people and not on purpose. You've heard me share before that emotionally, that was a hard loss for me. We needed time to deal with our own. I had a grandson. I took a job. I started doing podcasts. <laughs> I wrote two books, two chapters and two books, not two full books. You know, I've actually reached one of my financial goals by becoming debt-free aside from my mortgage. And, you know, this week, as I think about that, this week, I actually broke that down into little goals as well. Because I've shared with you before my purpose, my big goal, and my big why. So all of that change is still heading in the direction to my big goal and my big why. But there was more than once throughout the year, more than once throughout my life, where I had to pause, take a deep breath, 
come up for air, reset, and figure out what's next. Anybody else? <laughs> I see you. I feel you nodding your head over there that you can relate. Whether it's an unexpected divorce, suddenly you were let go from work, suddenly something shifted in your life, the loss of a loved one, maybe the loss of your business. All of these, all of these significant changes are a part of your chapter. They're a part of your story. Change, no wonder it feels so hard because in most cases, unexpected change, you were not prepared for. You were not mentally prepared for. You didn't have enough of what you need in your armor in order to adapt easily. And when it comes to making purposeful, mindful changes, nine times out of 10, those goals are too big, too overwhelming, and we start off too strong where we really don't know where to start. That's why it doesn't come to fruition in a short period of time. So as I mentioned, we're going to talk about weight loss a little bit today as the analogy. So let's say you want to lose, What's let's say I said to you, we can together, we're, let's just say we're both 200 pounds and we, I say we can be 148 pounds this time next year. Promise you, it won't be that hard. We can do this 148 pounds this time next year. What is the first word that comes to mind? And I know you've heard me say this before. So if you're new to the show, this is one of my favorite analogies. When I say we can lose 52 pounds in a year from now and you'd be 148 pounds, first thought that comes to mind. Wow, right? That's a lot. I don't think I can do that. It's impossible. Some of the negative Nellies, some of those conversational pieces that speak to you in a way because in your past experience, that was indeed the story. And people that you know, that was indeed the story. Reality is, folks, let's look at this from the Goldilocks perspective, okay? Within a year, 52 pounds. Let's break that down. Within a quarter, that's 12 pounds. That's 48 pounds. Where's my math? A pound a year. Sorry, a pound a week a year is 52 pounds. There are three Four quarters in the year, four times 12. So anyways, it's 52. So there's a couple of weeks missing here in the balance. But my point is you are looking at about one and a half pounds per week. Doable, right? You're looking at about, at about four to six pounds a month. Four to six pounds a month. Think about that. Is that doable? Of course that's doable. That's anywhere about 12 to 16 pounds a quarter. Could you lose, so let's break that down. Let's break that down the other way. Not not the upward scale, but the backward scale. scale. 52 pounds. Subtract that, right? Divide that into quarters. Divide that into months. Divide that into weeks. Is it doable to lose one pound a week? Absolutely. One to two pounds a week. Absolutely. Safely, healthy, without a lot of changes to your diet. Without a lot of changes because one calorie equals uh, 2,500, 21 calorie, one pound is 2,500 calories. I switched that up. So what that means is in order for you to lose one pound, you need to remove 2,500 calories from your diet a week. So now let's look at this daily. You can look at this a bunch of different ways. You can take seven days a week, 
and come up with a magic number that works for you over seven days a week or or five days a week you can work on trying to remove 500 calories okay so by removing 500 calories if you burn 250 calories in exercise or maybe 300 you're looking at only changing your food by an extra two or 300 in calories that could be moving from a Timmy's double double extra large to a medium or a small that could shave your 250 calories for a day that could mean having a salad with dinner so you're eating less, less mashed potatoes that could mean small subtle changes throughout the day while you're focusing on all you're trying to do is eat 250 calories less a day if you add movement so you see how we've taken 52 calorie or 52 pounds and broke it down to a daily daily goal with that daily goal we have separated into movement and restriction now if you're not able or capable or interested in movement yet then you're going to have to focus all of that on restriction okay well 500 calories a day here's the thing you cannot start at a 1200 calorie diet if that's not what you've been eating you will not be able to sustain that change you need to figure out where you're at now start right now if this is what you're interested in and just literally tracking your food hop onto my fitness pal track everything that you eat no judgment send it to me I don't care send it to me s-o-n-y-a at freshapproachfitness.ca send it to me you're welcome to send it to me <laughs> but but start where you're at if you're eating 3,000 calories today and you know this is why you want to make subtle change and you want to lose that 52 pounds this year okay so if that is the case and you're eating 3,000 and you know that you need to be eating 5,000 or for um 500 less take a look at where you can make some small changes you want to be building backwards from where you're at right now when it comes to changes and these changes apply to every area I use different analogies every week but we all know I work with meals mindset movement and money so let's talk about a little bit why change is hard normally we see things too big too big so we have to break this down into bite-sized pieces just like what we talked about right now breaking it down is going to make your life so much easier there will be moments where change feels very very hard we all feel it but you need to know that this is just a feeling and you can change that feeling you can alter that feeling with consistency the more you get used to adding consistency as a part of your day you will get used to the little subtle shifts that appear that are make it more worth doing the activity than not so for for me keeping on the weight loss trend I have been getting on the bike and trying to do some cardio first thing in the morning it makes a world of difference to me I love it I've missed it before with my ankle restrictions it was super hard but I'm able to get back on the bike right now I'm actually able to teach classes again so for those that have been following we are doing fitness classes five days a week now free with any current program any current membership that you're with um, I assign a period of time depending on the program that you decide to sign up for many people are using hear me out the 21 days to a smiling reflection which talks about change which talks about why change is hard it talks about emotional eating it talks about movement it talks about setting habit goals 
boundaries, setting the guilt. A lot of the things that we're talking about today is in this particular program that I will be, that I, I offer. It's called the 21 days to a smiling reflection. And it is your kickstart to change. That's why I'm bringing it up today. And the fitness classes are free with this. So for instance, depending on which package you buy, you will get, um, extended fitness classes. So moving my body is change that I've added that I used to have that I've added back into my life. It brings me energy. It helps me make smarter food choices. It makes me drink more water. I listen to music while I'm doing it. So I have the high energy that's going with me for my day. So this is for me how I can make it easier. I can make my life easier by infusing my life with more energy. That is happening by changing my day to day and adding movement first thing in the morning. Part of what you're doing right now, you're talking yourself into what makes it feel hard because that's how you've experienced it in the past. What if it could be different this time? What if change could be different this time? What if you're like, you know what? Screw this. I need to talk to Sonia. I want to get on this program because I am so sick of this hamster wheel that we're living in. Or I want so much more of life. I just don't know what it is. Or it's a sense of accountability because this happens. We start strong. Look at those New Year's resolutions. We start strong. Four months later, where are you at? And it's the accountability part that really keeps you focused. It's working with somebody who's also going through change, who's also knows what it feels like when life gets in the way. It's realizing when you make change that every change is made one choice at a time. I know I slowed bit down and I'm going to say it again. Every change happens one choice at a time. So the only way you can make change is in the present moment. You can't decide on Monday that you're going to start your diet on Monday. You need to mentally start today. What can you do today to prepare yourself for Monday? If you're preparing yourself for Monday, you're not ready for change. If you can't make one area of change today, one area of your life in change, whether that's going for a walk around the block, whether that's taking a break at work instead of eating a handful of sweets, but going outside and listening to a song for three minutes to re-energize yourself to come back in, you know, kind of like the people take on a smoke break. Think about it. They go outside, take a smoke, maybe have a conversation. Maybe they check their phone. They check out for five or 10 minutes. Then they circle back. Smoke breaks aren't healthy. I'm not suggesting that, but the break in itself is healthy. When we're dealing with so much change as we are in this rapid world right now, time is passing us. We're not going to accomplish what we want until we know what it is and we know what we're working towards so we can make those small, consistent changes that go with it. So part of the reason why change feels hard is because you're making it harder than it needs to be. Look at the goal differently. Grab an accountability coach. Grab a team. Get a journal. Get some resources. Without that, it will appear hard because in the past, what have you done? You just jumped in with both feet and tried change, right? Whether you had to or you chose to, you just did it and you've made it through. But what would make that experience easier? Because the one thing that we know guaranteed for sure, moving on for the rest of our life, there will be change. When you slow down and take the time to put things into a different perspective, to remember your why, To remember what it is that is propelling you for this change. So it's not just your why, but it's your actions. 
it is going to make a big difference in your outcome. You want to step away from feeling overwhelmed or exhausted or feeling like you're convincing yourself that change is hard. I want you to shift your attention to have a new direction. So ask yourself, when you go to make, make a change this week, when you go to make your first change after listening to this podcast, do I have a good choice in me? What is that good choice? So maybe it's breakfast is coming up because, you know, I do these podcasts bright and early in the morning. Um, my first, you know, change could be breakfast. Typically, I lean into protein shakes a couple days now. It's been oatmeal. Um, I might actually make eggs this morning. We'll see. But do I have a good choice in me. Yes, I do. Breakfast is fine. Breakfast, I am okay with, right? But before breakfast, can I journal? Yes. I can take five minutes, set a timer and journal. I know that change, that choice will help me for my day. It'll digress all of the thoughts that are in my mind that I will be not having to carry with me today. It'll help me start today with a brand new chapter. For me, journaling is a mental reset. For you, it's the same thing. You just haven't maybe experienced that yet. Or if you have, you can appreciate what I'm saying. So a couple questions I want you to ask yourself. Do I have one good choice in me? You are making one choice at a time. That's it. One choice at a time. What is that choice? What is the next choice that you have to make that's going to bring you closer to your goal? Is it maybe having a conversation with me to see how I can help you get there or how I can help you break it down so it looks different this time? Can you think about what that one good choice is? Then what is your next great choice after that? So with lunch, if you're worried about your meals, is lunch your next big choice or is it your snack? Where is it that you can make that next big choice? Keep it simple. Keep it in alignment to the progress that you want to make. You can be working on six different goals at once, but make sure if that's a personality that you're at, you make these slow small, consistent, subtle changes. That is the trick. S slow, small, consistent, subtle changes. Our desire for change is instant. We don't like to wait. But let's be honest, we didn't gain weight overnight at all. It actually took a while to get there. You stop and realize it you made a lot of bad, wrong, different, non-optimum, choose your vocabulary, I should not have used the word bad. You made a lot of choices that brought you to where you are today. But now you're not happy with those choices that you've made and you're looking for different choices. Whether these choices, and I'm just going to touch on this for one second because the talk about today is the weight loss, but whether these choices are in the form of your relationship, your job, the difference that the job plays on your relationship because maybe you had to take a job and the dynamics changed. Maybe, right? Maybe you're trying to lose weight, but nobody else in the house is on that same page as you, okay? Maybe it's to do with your finances. Maybe it's to do with your friendships. You know better than I do. I don't know yet without, without chatting with you, but you're obviously curious about making change or you wouldn't still be listening to this particular episode. Whatever change looks like to you. So, Keep it simple. Stop convincing yourself that change is hard and start focusing on the one area of change that you can make now or the next one you can make. You, you're always a few great changes away from feeling better and all you have to do 
is execute them one at a time. So when I use my habit tracker as part of my 21 days to a smiling reflection program, when I use my habit tracker, you actually take a minute with, um, I suggest a pencil crayon or a marker and you color in your habits that have helped you create your new change. So on my habit tracker, I have journaling, I have movement, I have gratitude. My actual habit tracker is divided up into my three goals in life. Okay, so my three goal posts in life, achieve time freedom, balanced energy, and elevated finances. Three, three goal posts get applied in every single thing that I do, or I'll rephrase it, everything I do gets assigned a goal post. The big picture of these goal posts is to help me live the life that I'm dreaming of. So do you see how we're working it backwards and how everything has a role? Um, my job has a role. My partner has a role. You know, he's my life. He's my rock. He's my support. How do I make sure that I am being the best version of me for him? And I don't need to be any different for him, but I know he wants me to be happy. I know he wants me to be healthy because when I'm healthy, I'm energetic. I invite others into my life. When I feel good about myself, my light shines brighter. This for me is the positive effects of change. So what makes change hard is the stories in our head. Okay. The stories in our head are based on two things, previous experience and other people's experience that they've shared with us. Your circumstances are more powerful now than what they were then. Your temptations, excuses, and exceptions feel right now that they are bigger than you are. But when you pause and take a step back, you will realize that you are making progress if you break it down. Because these stories are not true. When you go back to making one healthy choice at a time, you will realize you are indeed stronger than your temptations, your excuses, and your exceptions. You are stronger than those things, but you're not quite ready to see it yet until you see some sort of form of consistency. So with the fitness classes we've been talking about and, and fitness um, ties into weight loss, right? You know, it's been maybe three weeks now, maybe four weeks that I've been moving more and feeling good about it. And we talk about non-scale victories in these sessions. And I can tell you my body already feels stronger. Um, I'm not doing a lot of upper body work. I'm doing some, actually it's full body, but I can put my hand where my necklace dangles and feel my upper chest. I can feel the muscles and the definition again. It doesn't take long when you are consistent. It's just that change isn't necessarily appearing where you want it to be, but it is showing up. So ask, be mindful, look for where it is showing up in your life. Maybe I haven't dropped a size yet, but I can feel the definition. I can see the strength. That is for me, me being healthier. Okay. Because you are so powerful when you go back and look at the fact that every choice can be made one chance at a time. You can get to where you want to be with your goals. It's a matter of convincing yourself to start where you are at. Not where you want to be and not where you've been before. Convincing yourself to start today somewhere. And that summer could be a phone call. That summer could be an email. That summer could be a journal entry. That summer could be reaching out to an old coach or a friend saying, I'm not, this is what I'm doing isn't working. I'm not getting change. Okay. If you're working with the coach and you're not getting change, check in with them. 
because they might not realize where your mindset's at. You might not realize where your mindset's at. This is so much easier, just like anything, not to do it alone. You've heard me talk about why change matters. But you don't hear me talk about the internal effects and the side effects of change. It helps you stop the smallness when you see personal growth. It helps you step out of the story of convincing yourself that your excuses are so much bigger than you are. Okay? It is not true. It is not true at all. Journaling, as I mentioned, helps with my perspective. It unlocks every secret that I have. And when I journal with intention, I manifest a new reality. Yes, this is part of my goals for change is journaling because it's a healthy practice. It's going to make it so I'm not in the moment when it comes to making a decision, but I am looking at it from my big picture perspective because journaling gets rid of yesterday's stories and makes room for today's stories, right? It's a fresh slate. And I'm bringing up journaling as a really, really healthy tool. We've talked about fitness. We've talked about breaking down our goals. We've talked a little bit about the mindset as to why change is hard, but we did not talk about putting this all together. Well, we did a little bit. We touched on on the habit tracker. Start with journaling. Start with where you're at. Okay. Start with where you're at. Think about your big goals that you want to accomplish and break them down into my, into goal posts. I talk about this a lot more with the coaching, but big goal. What's your why for that big goal? So my big goal, and you've heard me share this on a couple of previous podcasts, is to really have that life where my biggest decision is choosing which coffee cup I want to use for the day. For me, that means I have reached financial security. Time freedom is whatever I want it to be. If I'm working or not, I'm not saying that's not the case, but I'm not working on anybody's else clock or schedule. It's mine. And balanced energy, which means I'm living a happy and healthy life right? So that's, those are the whys that make up the coffee cup analogy. I took it a step further last week or the week before, and I shared with you about my cottage theory, how buying a cottage on the lake is my next big goal because I want other people to have those memorable moments. But if I don't break these goals down, if I don't focus on balanced energy, I could work myself to the bone, bringing in money, right? That's an option. I could bring myself a lot of money to make that goal happen, but it won't make me healthy. I want all three of these goals to grow in tandem with each other. So it's not just the goal. It's how is, how is the goal relating to your lifestyle and your big want, your big need? Then we're going to break them down into smaller habits. So you're going to think about some of the habits that work for you. I will definitely put a download for my habit tracker on, on here so you can see this. And um, what I've done on my personal habit tracker, and I'll send a picture, you can see that I started this mid-month and it's not perfect and I don't expect it to be perfect. These should not be perfect. These should be broken down into what's working and what's not working. What are you doing consistently and what do you need to focus on? For instance, I've noticed that when it comes to um elevated finances, I wasn't doing a lot of work in that area. I was not doing a lot of work when it came to looking at my budget. Then I realized my budget is kind of overwhelming. What if I broke my budget down into four different budgets? You know how I'm looking to achieve time freedom? I'm not looking for more work here, but I'm making it so I go back to it. 
So hear me out on this analogy. If I have one master budget and my master budget takes care of my personal life, takes care of my rental income, takes care of my business, takes care of my network marketing, that can be a lot to look at when I go and sit down and look at it. What if I break it down into bite-sized chunks? If I'm looking for multiple streams of income, which is part of my big story that falls into the achieve time, freedom, and balanced energy and elevated finances, multiple streams of income, because I'm not looking to always be an active income. I am looking to build my residual and my passive income to the point where active is no longer part of my story, or it's my choice when it's no longer part of my story, whether it's retirement or sooner, active income is going to get smaller and smaller. And so for those that aren't aware or haven't heard this podcast yet, active income is exchanging time for money. Residual income and passive income are earnings that you are doing when you are not exchanging time for money. And I am building that platform. I also um, want to break this down to what it could look like. So if I take my master budget and break it down into four little budgets, my personal budget, what I need for my day-to-day from my day job to go with my bills and to contribute to my family, right? Then my rental income, that in itself should be a separate budget. If I'm looking at that as being a multiple stream of income, MIS, you've heard these before, maybe not through me, um, MIS, we should have three to five, actually I think it's three to seven, in order to be consistent and survive in today's society, we should have anywhere between three to seven sources of income. I like to say five. Look how close I am. I've got my day job, right? Then I have the rental property. Then I have, I say I, but we, um, my coaching business, that's mine. The rental company is our, or the um, income property is ours. Then the fourth component is my network marketing. So if I broke these down into four separate budgets, it's going to take me a lot less time and I'm going to be a lot more focused when I take time to take a look at the budgets. I want to make sure that each one of these four budgets are operating effectively and in a positive. And if they're not, I'm going to realign my budget. I'm going to realign my goals. I'm going to realign my focus because this is part of my big picture. It's got to make sense, right? The same thing with your weight loss goals. We look at it from the big picture. We break it down and we create these healthy habits from there. We flip the script. We no longer use the same old story that was the case because we're making it different. Ask yourself this. I've been telling myself blank, but the truth is blank. What have you been telling yourself? I've been telling myself blank, but the truth is blank. I've been telling myself I can't lose weight, but the truth is I haven't tried. I've been telling myself I overspend, but the truth is I haven't looked at my budget. I don't know where my money's going. What have you been telling yourself? What is also the truth? Also the truth. Built-in confidence is another component. Okay, so journaling with intention, building confidence. Building confidence is huge. Building confidence starts with making decisions that you are proud of. Okay, being willing to ask yourself the hard questions. And this is an area that we struggle with on our own. We typically don't ask ourselves and check in with ourselves the hard questions. This is what a coach does because we can't do this ourselves. Okay. Are you ready to make change? If you're not ready, it's not the right time for you. And that's okay. 
But if you have a burning desire for more, for something different, we need to talk or lean into this episode and play it again. Okay. Change is not easy at all. Here's what we end up doing. We end up putting novelty and intensity over consistency. I want you to be consistent. I don't care what it looks like on the day-to-day. I want you to show up for yourself every single day. Stop putting off what you don't feel like prioritizing, that it's going to help move the needle closer to your goal. Skill over mindset. Many people think that we need to be amazing at what we're doing before we get started. You just need to start. This is a learn as you go. Just like network marketing, this is completely different than what life has taught us so far on the education system, right? Education, you get all the education first and then you go ahead and you apply it to your job, right? And then you hone in so much that you become indispensable at that job, but you're not really valued anywhere else because you're in such a niche market. What good is it? difference with network marketing, the difference with being a business by yourself, the difference with um, direct selling, whatever you want to call it is you learn as you go. Change, you learn as you go. This is not a life skill that they've taught you in school or before. This is a life skill that you learn. And one of the areas that we tend to get stuck on is needing to have the skills in order to move forward. You don't. You just need to start. Okay. Invest energy into the problem versus working on the solution. Putting your action plan into place by using the habit tracker is putting some actions into the solution. And you're no longer worrying about the problem. Again, you can sit there and say you're overweight and that you need to lose weight. And maybe you know you're pre-diabetic and you don't want that. You don't have the cost to pay for the medicine. Okay, that is true. That very well might be true, but what else is true? What can you do to focus on the solution? Okay. Deep breath here. A couple more for you. When you become a victim of outside factors, that plays a role as to why change is hard. Okay. Blaming outside factors for why you're not able to make the change. Who cares what they're all eating at dinner? Who cares if they're all picking up takeout and you can't find a healthy choice? That's on you. There are healthy choices everywhere. You can say no. Or you can make this a part of your day-to-day. I don't mean day-to-day. I mean your 80-20 rule, right? But stop looking at other people as excuses as to why you're not making change. Eventually, the more change you make, the more your circle's going to change. Everything else is going to change. You're going to outgrow them. That's a different conversation for a different day, but it does happen, okay? Another component to think about is when you're making decisions based on emotions, Most of us, and I talk about this in my Getting Started Guide, there's a chapter here um, on why change is hard, but then another chapter on emotional eating and how we've learned to lean into our emotions when it comes to choosing food and celebrating around food. It's been ingrained on us traditionally for most of our life. Not that we want to flip the script, but we want to check in with ourselves over our goals and emotionally ask Am I eating for emotions or am I eating for a purpose? Eventually, you will blend the two again, but right now you're not there. Because if you've been emotionally eating over the last couple of years, last couple of months, last couple of weeks, whatever it looks like, or you have in the past, this is something that you need to completely shift out of. And the best way to shift out of something is to unbrand, is to totally disconnect and then to jump back in with a new perspective. 
So you almost want a cold turkey. Start checking in with yourself if you're eating out of emotion. And then just track it. Use a diary, use a journal, use something to track your feelings and emotions to see if you are eating on emotions rather than principle. So there's another um, couple more points I want to make. Are you focusing on doing everything right versus doing the right thing? Are you focusing on doing everything right, perfection, versus doing the right thing? Perfection will cease action. If you become a perfectionist with unrealistic high expectations for yourself, you will quickly become overwhelmed in making change and making excuses. You are going to make excuses. That's your old story. It stands in your way. Life happens unless you have a plan. And that's why we go back to your big why. What is your big why? That big why is going to bring you back on track and help you make the right choices to to stay there. And even if you slip off for a day or two, but you come back, that's okay. Maybe you'll learn that your rhythm for working out is four days of the week or five days during the week, one day on the weekend. But that works with your lifestyle. We don't know yet until you start tracking. But stop with the making excuses as it being a negative thing. We want to eliminate the excuses, but they're going to show up still. It's just how can you tell yourself a different story so they help you go in the direction of change that you're looking at. And the last point I want to talk about is for the people that are trying to make change, but they're focusing on other people's journeys rather than their own. Don't worry about what other people are doing. Stay in your lane. Be true to your path and figuring out what works for you. I may have said some things today that resonate with you, and I have maybe said some things today that don't, that don't relate to you in the slightest, okay? Here's the thing. You can get inspiration from other people. You can follow them. You can start. We can work together, but every single client that I work with is different. Different needs, different wants, different desires, different stories. Everybody's different. You need to figure out for yourself what works in building your personal brand for where you want to go. This will become your story. These consistent actions will become your way of life. For me, it's working out in the morning first thing. I used to love it and I'm loving it again. 20 minutes of cardio. Perfect. I even tend to try to do a couple minutes before I do my ab workout. Stop wasting your energy comparing yourself to others. You need that energy to upgrade and elevate your life. My friends, that is it for today. We're about 42 minutes in and change. I look forward to hearing from you. Again, my email address is sonya at freshapproachfitness.ca. Definitely, I'm here to support you on your journey, wherever you're at. Go ahead and think about your goals for New Year's and where you're at now. And is this in alignment with what you want to be doing? And if you don't set goals, that's fine. You know, that's totally fine too. If you want change, let me know how I can support you. I will add some details to this link so you can see the 21 days to a smiling reflection, the habit tracker, and we're going to get you started on change today. Make it a great one.